dessert Jesus is just cleaning everything up. Absolutely amazing. Thank you, Father. Glory. <laughs> Praise the Lord. from Joel's Bar for the last 12 years. It's on our radio station, www.redlettermen.com. Under the Joel's Bar tab, you just scroll down and click RLM Radio. <laughs> I don't know why that gets me so drunk. <laughs> Think about it. Father is just ready to take over everything. Any old excuse. Thank you, Father. I worship your power. Angel of my Heavenly Father. Angel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be magnified through everyone's womb today. Holy Ghost. Those legs of fire, 
the legs of the angel of Jesus burn through your entire being, through your flesh and bloodlines back through all the bones into the bones of Adam and Eve. Amen. That's what the legs of fire do. They cleanse your bloodlines down through the bowels of the earth, down through the first man and woman that the earth was created for. The power of planet earth in the bones of Adam and Eve and the fire legs of the angel of Jesus is burning through your bones to cleanse your bloodlines back through the bones of Adam and Eve. Amen. <laughs> Might have a wild prophetic show tonight, you know, like always. Don't want to get into routines. You get into routine, never be able to receive from Jesus with the lights on. The lights have been off for two months. Do something different. Get your five physical senses uncomfortable. That's what the Spirit of Elijah is always doing for us, for continued growth. If the natural man and the five natural senses get comfortable in anything, you literally stop growing. So the angel of Jesus is always spurring your spiritual growth on through discomfort and your complacent satisfaction. Love keeps you growing so that your mind does not settle for the current measure in the gates of your flesh. Your five gates of your flesh, you know, your five natural senses, get accustomed to different measures of freedom, abundant life, favor, even revelation. And so we settle for levels in the prophetic that are not in the promised land. Remember the wilderness people came into covenant with the serpents and died because their standard was so low. Their standard coming out of Egypt was Egypt and they're like, man, the wilderness is practically heaven compared to that. I'm just going to live in the wilderness, have a church in the wilderness. And they died, completely defeated by Satan. Wasn't God's plan at all for their lives. Called them rebellious people for 3,000 years in Scripture. Because He didn't want that to happen to any of them. we got to keep going until Zion is the standard in your five natural senses. The glory of Zion is the promised land. Burning in your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your ears, and all your physical touch senses. And if we settle for anything less than the glory of Zion in our natural man, we've come into covenant with death. And so we're, we're repenting of death and coming into the life of His resurrection now. Thank you, Father, for taking us further, deeper, higher, wider than we've ever gone before in the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Grace.
stretch us, do whatever you want with us. We don't need to do works. We don't even need to do ministry. We don't need to teach. You don't need you don't even need to correct or rebuke. The angel of Jesus does all of that through the birthing in your wombs. You're learning how to yield your natural man to the spirit man of Jesus. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Well, he's not here, is he? Oh, his spirit's here. Apart from his angel, you can do nothing. You understand that? You can't do one Christian activity apart from the angel of Jesus. The same angel that led Joshua and Caleb is leading you. If you get into other angels, you have a really hard life, it'll suck. And you got 200 million other angels deceiving you against the one angel, Jesus. People private messaging me all day long, there is no angel, Jesus. That's not what the Bible teaches. That is the exact opposite. That is what hell wants you to believe. The spirit is the angel. You have an angel. Peter's incarcerated in prison, and instead of them believing that his, his flesh was there, they believed that his spirit was there. And what did they call his spirit in the apostolic glorious church of Acts? They called his spirit the angel of Peter. There's an angel of Jake. There's an angel of Brandon. There's an angel of every single one of you. That's who you are as an eternal being. That's what God is like. God is a spirit or God is an angel, John 4, 24. Those who worship Him have to be in their angel or spirit nature. Otherwise, there's not a single thing they're doing that's Christian at all. It's not going to be anointed because it's not in the seed or the spirit of Jesus. It's a completely different thing. It's actually paganism pretending to be Christianity, which is what tempts you people so much and why people manifest like weeping and frothing at the mouth every day. Because Satan comes with Christian paganism and gets you to do bone magic and death magic and practice death cults of external religion that has nothing to do with the angel of Jesus or the angel of you, <laughs> which is your spirit. You understand that any Christian activity that's not for your spirit is paganism? Paganism. Paganism is external religion. What's so astonishing and horrifying is that most Christians have never even tasted Christianity. They were raised in paganism. It's just a cultural, external, fleshly thing for them. They don't even know they have an angel. They're living totally like mammals instead of as angels, which is satanic, curse of the fall activity. And that's why they're still the children of the evil one, but they're all Christians. But they're not Christians, they're just religious, which is natural, unspiritual, earthly, and demonic. Amen. And then you got the New Age counterfeit, which is a total deception because it gets you into other angels, except not the angel of Jesus, and 
that's just as demonic. So it's like we're spiritual in the demons or we're natural in the demons, but God forbid we ever get spiritual in the angel of Jesus and actually heal the planet. And that's the one thing we haven't done. And that's the only thing that makes a difference. <laughs> and that's what the scriptures lead you to, actually. So the scriptures only work if you're in the angel of Jesus. You'll never get one verse from Genesis to Revelation working in your soul unless you're in the spirit of Jesus. <laughs> Apart from me, you can do nothing. You can't teach, preach, you can't heal the sick. How do people heal the sick and not know him? They work iniquity, witchcraft, Beelzebub. By the prince of demons, they drive out demons. What? <laughs> Jesus said it, not me. Now, the angel of Jesus will do amazing signs and wonders, but he always does it for his father. And that's actually quite rare in Christianity. You have many people that do their ministries for themselves, Paul says, but very few that have Christ's interests in mind, the angel of the Lord's interests in mind. You know that's true. <laughs> Ministers hate hearing that stuff because it's a total rebuke, but it's true, and it will save you, and it will actually help you get rewards in heaven. Because true love tells you the truth. Jesus can't lie. The angel of Jesus is the spirit of truth. The angel of Jesus is the spirit of grace. The angel of Jesus is the spirit of glory. Come on. It's compatible with your angel. Right? Father of spirits. Wow. Father of angels. Now we're starting to get it. That's what the Bible's teaching. God the Father is the father of that angel being that you are in your eternal nature. The temporal nature is what chokes out the life of our spiritual nature. Jesus sowed spiritual seed into our angelic nature to develop and renew our minds to live only as angels and no longer as fallen meat sacks, fallen butcher shops, looking at the outer man instead of the eternal inner man like complete blind leading the blind. And all the whole life built on the blind realm and the outer realm instead of the seeing realm and the eternal realm and just the whole wide path of destruction reality that's destroyed never, nearly every soul since Adam. God forbid it destroy your soul. So we teach prophetic revelations so your souls are no longer destroyed by lack of knowledge. And people don't like this knowledge because they're so ingrained with destruction. They're so ingrained with death and dying. And being deceived is normality. So when someone wakes up, the deceived beat them down and attack them. How dare you say you're better than us, Joseph? How dare you say you're better than us, David? <laughs> All this stuff of the realm of darkness attacking anyone who awakens to their angel. Comes with the territory, but guess what? When you get a whole tribe of people that awaken to their angel in the angel of the Lord, you get what's called Joel's army. You get an army 
of angel warriors. What does Luke call the sons of God? Angel-like sons of God. Why? Because they're in full spiritual stature. They're living out of their inner man and not their outer man. They're real Christians. <laughs> so the word of God, when you put it into your angel, gives you the Father's ability. But the word of God, if you put it in your flesh, gives you Satan's ability. And one of Satan's ability in the book of Revelation, we realize, is signs, miracles, wonders, and healings. What the heck? False prophet deceived the world with the frogs that came out that performed the lying signs and wonders. Why? Because it never even developed the inner angel. It just becomes another form of works. You see it everywhere on Facebook, everywhere on YouTube, everywhere. None of their ministry is even about developing the angel to be like God the Father. It's about works, external works, and becoming slaves of the gifts of the Spirit and abusing the gifts of the Spirit for the carnal man, which is the greatest sin of the whore of Babylon of all time. And you people accepted as normal, charismatic Christianity in the USA for 40 years. That's the truth. But it is pure whoredom. It's the abomination that causes division. That we would use the things of the spirit for the carnal man and the brain nature and not to develop the angel nature that follows the angel of Jesus, the captain of angel armies, the captain of the angel-like sons of God. The complete opposite of real Christianity. And that's why people are offended by everything because they've been taught carnal Christianity. You've been taught paganism. You've been taught rebellion by fallen angels. You can only enter the rest and become a true kingdom Christian when you start building up your angel nature. First thing God's going to ask you to do is stop trying. Stop working, stop striving. Feast. When you had the Pharisee of Luke 15, and you got the rebellious kid of Luke 15, what was the formula of the Lord Jesus Christ to restore their wicked souls? They're both completely reprobate and wicked totally fallen, confused and deceived about everything they believe in their entire life. God says, we're going to kill the goat that possesses your soul, Pharisee. We're going to kill the calf that possesses your soul, rebellious son. We're going to kill it. Oh, we're not going to get offended by killing our demonic nature. Right? Oh, except the older one was offended about killing his satanic nature because he was good in his own eyes. So we offend like a hundred million religious people. Because what you have in you is the goat called the stubborn pride of the spirit of Satan. It's the spirit of Satan, the religious devil. It's the spirit of the religious devil that Jesus Christ called a goat that had to be killed in order to become a true kingdom person 
entering the Father's house and then begin feasting. No works, doesn't even mention a single activity of salvation except eating, feasting, table of the Lord, Melchizedek. Jesus Christ preparing a feast for you called the marriage supper of the Lamb. Why is that the end of the book? Because it's the beginning of actual real Christianity. And you've missed it for 2,000 years practicing paganism. Almost entirely. <laughs> Even though it's the end result of awakening and unveiling of who God is, it took us 2,000 years to get all the paganism, and it's still a work in process, out of our hearts and minds and bones to understand what God actually is in His feast nature. To begin practicing the Father, the angel of the Father, the angel of Jesus, in the Spirit, in the glory, in the kingdom, in the Garden of Eden. This is what Adam and Eve had. They had perfect peace, effortless possession of the angel of the Lord, and they just took it for granted. They had no idea what they had until they lost it. And since we've lost it for so many thousands of years, we still don't know what we have because we don't have it yet. We don't have our minds awakened to what Christianity and the New Covenant even is. You got the angel that created the angels in your womb now. <laughs> and he's not mad at you no matter what you did, no matter what you're doing, and how you're reacting to this message. He wouldn't even react to it at all. Because he's the same. The blood's been shed so that he is there in your womb anytime you yield to him and he'll rise in your heart. That's the morning star light. That's salvation. That's day dawning. That's light being made in your heart by just yielding to grace, peace, love, and the reality of who God actually is as a person. It's true. The unveiling of Jesus Christ is so dramatic for us religious pagans. And if we're honest, that's exactly what we come out of in Christian America, is we're coming out of paganism. That's why there's so much confusion. The prophetic church is coming out of paganism. You can't overemphasize this stuff enough because it's a toleration for the occult. The fallen angels have made the occult, the darkest realms of religion, normal in Christianity. <laughs> like, if your church doesn't have the occult religious spirit in it, it's a, it's a cult. They'll actually call you a cult if you're not practicing the occult. That's how much Satan and his angels have infiltrated Christianity in the USA and every other nation. It's true. <laughs> the darkest things of Satan and his angels are, no, are normality in charismatic churches. Listen, you don't even understand Satanism the, the darkest realms of the occult, when you get bewitched, it is a darker realm in Tartarus where sorcery is practiced. That is the lowest and darkest realm of the fallen angels that's tolerated in every charismatic church in the world. How can you say that? Because it's true. 
Because it's true because of one thing, of Galatians 3.1, bewitchment. Having begun in the angel or the spirit, we try to finish in the brain. And we begin carrying Saturn within a system of Molech, even using the gifts inside the walls of Molech. Do you understand what Molech is? What Saturn is? Acts chapter 7, both written in the New Testament. Stephen was telling them that they were not practicing divinity, even though they thought they were. They were practicing the highest level of the occult within the covenant religion, nonetheless. So that Satan's stronghold over the nations would be the highest level occult in the religion that everyone knew was the truth. <laughs> Do you not realize that's what he's done in Christianity? That the fallen angels have brought the highest level of the occult Tartarus sorcery, Molech and Saturn, into charismatic Christianity, into all this stuff that calls itself revival, but it's actually strange fire. How can you tell? Bewitchment. Not a single one of them knows the angel within. It's all like externalism. It's all paganism. You realize that? And they're hungry and thirsty for Jesus, and not a single one knows Jesus in the new covenant, which is in you. They're worshiping an unknown external God. They know his name is Jesus, but they don't have intimate revelation knowledge on the inside. It's not even the new covenant, folks. It's not the, that's the old covenant, which was handed over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. There is no old covenant. Remember, Revelation 15, Moses is standing on Mount Zion with the Lamb. So that anyone that practices external religion is practicing the occult. That's why they're all blasphemers. They'll come in here, we, we preach the most sacred, special secrets to the heart of the Father, and they call it Satan, just within seconds. How can a Christian blaspheme like nothing? Because they're practicing the occult in Tartarus sorcery, in Molech and Saturn, for decades. So when they encounter the actual new covenant, they murder it because they're like their father, the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning. That's the accurate situation in all Christianity in the world right now. You think it's any different now? <laughs> the only thing different now is the sons of God keep growing in their angel within and are becoming the sons of God, the angel sons of God of Revelation 10.1. Let's go into the Amplified Classic. Luke, God bless Dr. Luke, come on, hallelujah, <laughs> Paul's blessed companion, <clears throat> precious stuff, we were talking about unity earlier, and you know, we got Luke and Paul hanging out, Paul and Bartimus couldn't even hang out, but it's so rare to have high level apostles working in high level angelic ability, 
that this is like pioneering unity to have so many prophets, so many apostles in one ministry is practically unknown. It's practically unknown. We're going to bring forth such a unity in this understanding. The angel. <laughs> the angel. Only in your angel will you have unity by the leadership of the angel of Jesus, the angel of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, the angel of the Lord. Same thing. Amen. Because if we're in our carnal minds, we're going to be opinionated. What we're going to be is influenced by hell. Influenced by the fallen angels so we'll have an opinion about everything. And none of it's based on actual wisdom or experience. It's just Satan. And so we don't have any kind of unity, just division. What's the fruit of the flesh? Galatians 5. Divisions. Factions, arguments, and debates. <laughs> Fighting over doctrine instead of enjoying the angel nature in the angel Jesus in one another, which is true unity. When you see men and women standing up on the inside looking like the angel of Revelation 10.1, you will now see for the first time a true Israelite. That's an Israelite, folks. An Israelite, Paul says, is not based on the external, only the internal, on your angelic or spiritual stature. I remember 10 years ago, going to see Bob Jones over in Wisconsin, and somebody was picking on me because I, you know, I was crust punk and they were like saying some weird stuff to me. And Bobby Connor was there. He's like, oh, everyone wants to be an apostle. And he was mocking me, but it real lovingly. And then they came over and prayed for me because it like kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> and when they prayed for me, it popped out of my body. And it was 20 feet over my body, looking at my body in my angel. I was a a light being, a cloud, and I could see the rainbow developing in my cloud. Down inside my bowels, inside my body, I saw Mount Zion, the mountain of fire that was rising. I saw the fire on the mountain, down inside my body, in my bowels. So it's the development of the, the legs of fire. That was down in my bowels, in my legs, in my physical flesh. Now I'm with Bob Jones, I'm with Jeff Jansen, I'm with Bobby Connor, and I'm, and I'm learning from these prophets that have gone before me, because I'm you know, a younger prophet in a full-time ministry, and I'm just gleaning from everyone that's gone before me. And I did that for years, eight hours a day of just eating, 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 2006, 2007, 2008. And I'm telling you guys, my rainbow was so insignificant that God was really showing to me how barely even saved I was. Now, I'm, a, I'm an angel. I'm living as an angel. My rainbow was faint. The rainbow halo of Revelation 10.1 is the normal rainbow halo of any sun or mature one. I could see the seven colors inside my cloud. But it wasn't around my head. It was like down below. It was like <laughs> just kind of wispy through, through my belly region, through my chest region. That's total immaturity. And I know that now. This was 10 years ago. Total immaturity. And I'm out of body. I'm in the spirit. I'm with the angels, signs and wonders. I had 
angel feathers this big dropping on my Bible during that conference. I had liquid gold and gold flakes and golden oil come out of my eyeballs for three days, for 72 hours. I had Kleenex boxes because everywhere I'd go, I'd have to wipe my eyes because the golden oil, you could see the flakes of gold in the oil for three days continuously poured out of my eyeballs. Signs and wonders galore. It was amazing. It was heavenly. I was a total infant in Christ. <laughs> and, and God has showed me that this season as now we're coming into the Revelation 10, 1 of actual maturity. And, and let this encourage you because this is the same path for every single one of your spirits. Every single one of your angels, you'll go through the exact same growth. And we always think we're more mature than we are. And then you pop out your body and be like, man, I barely even had a rainbow in there. Oh, I had angel feathers, the size of a fist fall in my Bible. I had golden oil and gold flakes coming out of my eyeballs. And all that's wonderful. We love the signs and wonders. Doesn't mean you're mature at all. Doesn't mean the leaders with signs and wonders are mature at all. Maturity on God the Father's level is so different we don't even have a grid for it in the church. We don't understand. We don't know. We have ideas about everything. I'm telling you the truth. Now we're going to come into a place where there's not just a rainbow wisp through our cloud. It'll be a halo around our head, which is totally controlled by the Father. The reason why it was just down inside my angel, like kind of like a sash, instead of around my head, it's because my mind was not fully controlled by God the Father yet. My mind was all kinds of other places. My spirit was doing whatever it wanted to do. My spirit was teaching on whatever it wanted to teach. And it was spiritual, and it was accompanied with awesome signs and wonders, and it was total immaturity. You need to understand that. Only when the rainbow is wrapped around your head is there any evidence that what you're doing is mature or divine leadership. And so we get into all kinds of trouble and there's grace for it, but we're coming into a standard of leadership this season for the entire body of Christ worldwide that were led by angels like Revelation 10.1. Spirits that are mature like Jesus' spirit. And what is the sign of maturity? Yes, we know love, but what is love? That the mind is completely controlled by the seven spirits of God, God the Father himself. And there's where people go completely insane on you. You think the persecution's bad. When a person gets that obedient and doesn't stray one little bit to the left or bit to the right, and has that headband around their head, it infuriates the immature. And the immature, they might have a rainbow down in their belly. They might have, they can look down into their body and see a volcano. You're like, I got a volcano. You are in total rebellion to God the Father. <laughs> Still in that angelic level, completely outside the city gates, teaching your own thing, leading people astray, leading them to whatever, because your head's not controlled by God. You understand this? The most important thing is that you give control of your mind to the headband of the rainbow halo of God the Father. If you have any other mind upon your mind, everything you're doing 
is unprofitable and probably destructive. So spiritual ministry is one of the most dangerous things in the world. <laughs> Especially when you get baptized in the Holy Ghost. You look at the Assemblies of God, the Church of God in Christ, founded by racism. William Seymour, one-eyed black man, and I'm not beating up the church. I'm just telling you guys, there are stages of spiritual growth that we are coming out of complete babyhood as a body. Total infancy, even the leaders of the glory stream, whom I love and honor with all my heart. Total infancy to the standard of the very spiritual stature of Jesus. And it's going to be so different. In that level of maturity, you guys, <laughs> you're going to have such easy unity because your whole mind and thought life and brain is controlled by the Father. And you're all the sons and daughters of that headband, of that rainbow, the seven spirits of God. So you can't have anything else except unity unless, of course, your brain and the mind of your spirit has something else on it. Literally anything else on it. And if you don't have the headband and your rainbow is down lower than your spirit, lower than your thoughts, your spirituality is actually iniquity. That is the craziest thing that is the truth anyhow. That's how people are doing signs, miracles, wonders, and healings. But I didn't know you. What's the knowing? Having that rainbow control your head. You did your own thing with your own spirituality. A lot of times it's so people can see your works before men and support and take up big offerings for ministry, grow your church. You have a special prophetic gift in your life. The rarest thing I've ever seen in Christianity is someone using their gifts for the Father, that rainbow, instead of for themselves. You check out their spirit. You discern their angel. And you look for the rainbow and where the rainbow is. If they even have a rainbow. Most of them don't even have a rainbow. They're just complete workers of iniquity in their Christian spirituality. That's why we've had disunity and have 100,000 different denominations. We don't even have mature sons here. We got 100,000 people call, claiming themselves to be mature and they're not standing themselves up to Jesus in the Bible, in his spirit, and saying, do I look exactly the same? Are my legs pillars of fire? Do I have eight wing cherubim wings? Am I more like Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, and Michael? Or am I like a human being? Am I more like a mammal or an angel? Do you understand that spiritual stature is the only thing that, that determines your actual leadership in the kingdom of heaven? And half the time, spiritual stature is completely faked by external witchcraft. And that's where Jezebel comes in that deceives the whole world. People are like, oh, that woman's under my feet. I watch your ministry. The, the people that say they've defeated Jezebel are usually the ones the most influenced by her. Completely clueless. The, I'll tell you the truth, if you can handle it. The only way you overcome that principality... Listen, Elijah couldn't overcome Jezebel. You read the Bible. He didn't. He had to go up in a whirlwind. She's still down there. Ahab's still king. The prophet went to heaven and left the earth to the witch. 
And you think you've defeated the witch? Half these people have more faith in death than they do in actually defeating Jezebel in reality. John the Baptist, hundreds and hundreds of years later, was the spirit of Elijah. Did John the Baptist defeat Jezebel? You got Jezebel asking for the head of John the Baptist on the platter, chopped his head off. The greatest prophet of the Old Testament was beheaded by Jezebel in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Come on. And then you have Paul living in Caesar's palace, his luxury apartment, writing the Bible, and got his head chopped off, lost to Jezebel. And you think you've defeated a man who wrote 20 books of scripture? That's how clueless, immature, and unspiritual we are. Not to boast up the enemy, to deal with reality in the angel of what you must become internally in the legs of fire and in the head of the rainbow of God the Father to actually defeat our spiritual enemies, which hardly any of you have even done. We have people in Red Letter Ministries that are continuously conversing with Jezebels. Continuously. We have every principality working against us night and day with no break. Not just RLM. Every charismatic ministry. And people can't even discern. We're going to come to a place of spiritual maturity where we discern and we destroy. Where your spirit is as built up as his spirit by his blood and water, by his living word. That you can destroy angels because you are an angel. Do you understand that yet? Satan is an angel. The only way you actually make a real difference in an angelic world that was created by an angel, the angel of the Lord made the heavens, made the earth, made the seas, made the trees, made the rocks, and made Adam and Eve. The angel of Jesus created everything here. Created Satan, formerly known as Lucifer, created Michael, Uriel, Raphael, Gabriel, created all the angels, cherubim, seraphim, a very long time ago. An angel made this world. And one third of the angels fell. And unless you are as angelic as Jesus, and your spirit looks like the mighty, almighty angel of Jesus in Revelation 10.1, don't even think you're going to make a dent in the situation. Most of the time, they get so puffed up in pride in their minds, thinking that they're doing anything, they're actually fighting in the army of Satan. Rick Joyner's The Final Quest. The Christians with the gifts of the Spirit, were the armies of Satan and hell, according to The Final Quest. There was the army of Satan. Why? Because they were using it out of their brain and their spirit was dormant. They hadn't given their hearts to God. <laughs> Giving your heart to God makes you vulnerable. When we are weak, He is strong. Who's strong? The angel Jesus. If you're strong, if you're still even there, you're fully in the counterfeit and gone to the enemy. You are not allowed to live as a meat sack in your five natural senses anymore. You can't live as a mammal. 
You have to live as an angel. You signed up for it when you gave Jesus your heart. And if you go back to living as an animal, a beast, after you get born of the angel of the Lord's sperm in your heart, you're called twice dead. And the latter condition is worse than if they had never received and believed in the Lord. Hebrews says it, Peter says it, Paul says it. Why? Because you started in the angel and you gave up on your own spiritual nature and you're ending up in the natural. Those that do that are the highest ranking sorcerers of the kingdom of hell. They're twice dead. They're the most like the fallen angels because the fallen angels had the fullness of the Father's glory. Remember that? Oh yeah, they lived right in the throne room. Satan was the covering cherubim, Ezekiel 28. Jezebel right there with him. Loving the presence, loving the glory of God. Oh yeah. And then making it all their own, which is Christians living it for their own brain instead of the angel of the Lord in their own heart. The most satanic-like people on the planet are the twice-dead, bewitched, Galatians 3-1 Christians. And there's nothing even close. That's what we've been warring against in Christian civil war for 15 years, night and day, with no break in this ministry. That's how far gone people are in witchcraft and bewitchment. They gave up on serving the angel of the Lord the week they got born again and been learning paganism for 20 years. And you're just a fresh, born-again Christian, and you're being thrown like sheep into that slaughtering system of ziggurat pyramids of fallen angels. Does good stuff happen in there? Yes, it does. No doubt about it. Can God work within Molech and Saturn? Yes, God can do anything, and He's not limited to our rebellion. Is that ideal? Not at all. What's ideal is promised land reality. And that's what we need to paint a picture of. Living in the promised land, the new Jerusalem, heaven on earth, the Garden of Eden, which is in our angel nature. And the whole earth turns in the Garden of Eden around us. What's your church? Church of the firstborn in heaven, the new Jerusalem. The church of heavenly Jerusalem. What does it mean? That your whole angelic spiritual nature is built up in the fire of his word, so that the planet is your footstool and the heavens are your throne. Do you understand it's about becoming Israelites? The word Israel means prince with God or son of God. It's about becoming sons of God. God is spirit. What kind of spirit? Revelation 10, one spirit. And his sons look exactly like him. They all have rainbow halos. Why? Because Jesus has a rainbow halo. Jesus created the angels. Jesus created the earth. He created the stars. He created the oceans created the moons, created every planetary system. And so to step out from being human to being that type of angel is the greatest leap of all time. It's called being born again. You gave up a human existence for a divine angelic existence. That's what real Christianity is. Now you are like the angels. And because Satan has infiltrated the church. It's not taught accurately. That's changing. It's changing amongst everyone that loves Jesus. Trust me, we're not the only one. Everything that we say goes down through the whole body. You'll hear it echoed and repeated in every living 
prophetic person in the world. It's been like that for years. <laughs> this is God's church. This is God's body. It's not about any of us individually. It's about healing the nations, healing humanity. And yes, he will use certain people, sanctify them. Why? Because they're willing to be sanctified from their fallen nature. That's how they can go so far. Enoch walked with God and was not. Paul considered his former life as a doctorate in divinity, as a manure pile, counting it all as rubbish for the sake of knowing Christ and to be found in him. If you can completely surrender your human nature, your human heart, your human ability, your human intelligence as manure, like Enoch did, like Paul did, like every prophet did, you'll be great because now you're dependent on the angel of the Lord that you were originally designed to be dependent on and not the self-nature. <laughs> the human has no intelligence of its own. What did Paul call worldly wisdom? Satanic, demonic, worldly wisdom, worldly intelligence, human wisdom, human intelligence is satanic. I mean, you can't even emphasize how hellish it actually is. You would never exaggerate how demonic human intelligence is. This is what murders God, that you are something apart from the angel of Jesus. It's the greatest lie of all time. It's the original lie of Satan to Eve, that you can be someone apart from the angel of Jesus. <laughs> That's the great deception. You can't, and you got 200 million other angels telling you here you can be something apart from this one angel, not just God only, not just Jesus only, not just that one man, Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. There's all these other angels, all these other interpretations of Scripture. Don't interpret the Scripture just in the angel, Jesus. My God, you might get an apostolic glory cloud and begin saving the world. You'd melt down the walls of Molech and the stars would be cast into the sea and the nations would be set free. There wouldn't be a fallen angel left on the planet if you got into the angel of Jesus and his spirit's word, which is the original programming for the human spirit to be exactly like God the Father in every way. You know what those legs of fire are? Now Jesus has legs of fire in the natural, in Revelation 4, and then he has his spiritual legs of fire, you can understand his spirit man, what his spirit, his angel looks like in Revelation 10. What are the legs of fire? They're the pillars of the new covenant temple. And it's the word of God believed in spirit and truth that sets your spirit on fire and burns, Jeremiah chapter 5, like the word of God in your bones. So that his physical man looks exactly like his spiritual man, that his angel has transfigured his body. And that's when we overcome death. And you can only do that in your angel. Meaning, anything that comes into your natural man is because your spiritual man ate a truth. That's why revelation is your feast. The marriage supper of the Lamb is you're eating revelations of Jesus Christ, the apocalypse, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost. And every single thing 
that you believed about yourself, about God and others, gets burned away by the angel of the Lord today. And the fire is the evidence of believing the truth. I make my ministers flames of fire and my angels winds. And the workers at the end of the age, Jesus Christ of Nazareth said, are angels. Was he talking about Gabriel? Yes. Michael? Oh, yeah. Oh, and then Jesus, also Revelation 19, leader of the horsemen. Amen? Leader of those in full spiritual stature that have had their angelic nature built up in truth to the point of having a rainbow halo, which is full obedience to the Heavenly Father. Listen, don't even waste your time with anyone that doesn't have a rainbow halo. They're not even obeying God, no matter how spiritual they sound. I don't care about their works. I don't care about their signs, miracles, and wonders. We have seen it all. What matters is obedience to the Father. Jesus went to the cross and sacrificed the greatest ministry of all time. So stupid. He had a treasury. He had Rome under his feet. Roman soldiers begging for help. He had Herod desiring an audience with him. He rode in on a donkey, people singing Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the son of David, which is, we acknowledge you as the king of Israel, by the way. And then he went to the cross and sacrificed it all. See, unless you had the rainbow halo, you'd never do that. You'd say, oh, I got the mega church. I'm the king of, the, king of America. The whole government bows to me. The whole financial system serves me. King. That's what king is. The education. I write the textbooks. And what every child believes in the whole nation is what I believe. King. That's what he had. That's what he died on the cross with. He had the whole world in his hands, in his pocketbook, in his treasure house. And instead of just ruling and reigning as king, he goes to the cross. Now, it's the biggest mistake of all time unless we understand that now we get that through him. That's what the Father, that's what reveals the goodness of the Father. That Jesus sacrificed the whole dominion of the nations and all economies, all political power, Caesar, Herod, Pharisees, all their treasures, all their power, all their influence in society, the education system, the medical system, the seven mountains. He had all of them in the palm of his hands as King of Kings and Lord of Lords and then took them all to the cross and died to it. Total flippin' insanity. You would have every single Christian freaking out. Your families would kick you out of your house. You don't understand that level of forsaking all for obedience to the rainbow halo. You wouldn't have a friend left if God required that of you. Your spouse would leave you. Your kids would leave you. You'd be left with nothing but that's what ultimate obedience or the rainbow halo actually is. Amen. You need to get a grid for obedience to God the Father. And why did you do it? For a greater heavenly glory. So that thousands of years in the future, people would manifest the same kingdom power that that one man did 2,000 years ago. 
Do you understand that God the Father, that's why he did it? He sowed a seed of one king, his son, who's in full spiritual stature, which is perfect obedience to the Father's will. The halo, wearing the crown of God the Father, fully controlled in every thought, word, and deed to the living Father. Perfect in speech and action. Killed him into the dirt. Buried him into the bowels of hell and death, into Tartarus. Right into the palace of Adam and Adam's abode in the center of the earth. Sacrificed everything. And then raised him up so that anyone calls upon the name of that man, the Messiah, they share in that power and dominion over all natural systems. That they get the palm branches. And we can't even barely receive any of this right now because we're so undeserving. That's how infant we are still as sons of God. And we can claim the correct theology, but when it physically materializes to us and has implications in the realm of the natural, implications in your bank accounts, implications in your relationships, and everyone's going to treat you differently now because you're actually walking in royal, kingly, dignity, stature, and power. People will freak out on you. They say, you're just a human like us. See, that's not true. You're now living as an angel. And you're not like them. They can only see the outside. God sees the inside. God has raised up a class of beings inside jars of clay. And the very last thing to be unveiled is their flesh. Just just one little, one millimeter casing that deceives every family member, friend member, religious person in their life so that they don't even know you at all. But inside that is a Revelation 10-1 angel, a son and daughter of God. <laughs> That's Joel's army. That's the real you. That's where you have unity. And when the veil comes off and God reveals you, God, glorify your name. I will glorify it again, is the revealing of God's Son. All creation eagerly anticipates the revealing of the sons of God, which means that no one be deceived by the outer layer of skin anymore. That they can see the angel underneath the skin of what type of creature that actually is. Fallen angels can see it. That's why... People get persecuted. They see it as, as clearly as you see flesh, angels see human spirits. That's why you have angels treating every single person differently in the whole planet. But then Christians are like, oh, no, just all flesh. Just all outer judgment, judging by the eyes, judging by their natural senses. And the demons are like, man, we better keep them deceived and bewitched looking at the outer man. If they ever saw what was on the inner man, they might worship these people as gods. And that's really what's at stake here. <laughs> Amen. I mean, we're talking about King David growing his angel to be the Goliath in the land. We're talking about you growing your angel to be the principality in the land, in the city. Do you understand that you are becoming principalities? Now the charismatic church would have you wrestle with demonic spiritual warfare and just destroy your lives for, forever. 
unless you understand you are also an angel you are a spirit the angel of peter is here no it's, no, it's really peter it's not just his angel it's the angel of jesus is here yeah the angel of jesus is here leading all of this through your angel and your angel is birthed right out of your womb your spiritual stomach your spiritual womb where god planted his seed which is his word when you first believed the gospel and your inner man keeps getting bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger he energizes your inner man with the spirit of might and the seven spirits of god which is the rainbow the color in the cloud of your spirit until it's not just some kind of wispy rainbow in the center of it but it's a perfect halo wrapped around your head <laughs> which is spiritual maturity for god's divine race and only the ones with the rainbow around their spiritual head live in new jerusalem you understand that because if you don't have that you're still obeying other angels in the garden doesn't mean you're not saved it's just you're not made perfect yet you're not mature yet and there's tons of grace but this is why so few have ever entered the real new jerusalem is because there's so little angelic obedience to the angel of jesus and so much religious activity that looks like la 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 christian maturity but it's just totally destroying god's plans for this world and stealing and sucking up all the people's eyes and finances and it's just wasting trillions of dollars in immature christianity trillions you need to understand that it's a total waste of time energy and finances maintaining infancy in christ and that's what church buildings have become they become incubators for chiclets and you just can't grow any higher than the pastor in that church and you start to get persecuted look out for jezebel on the prayer team she's going to bind you up in prayer chains and torture you and torment you and curse you with demons listen sorcery is being dealt with at the highest level because christian maturity is coming forth in its highest level and you need to understand what jesus said that the wheat and the tares would grow up side by side <laughs> that you have tares you mean you have people practicing paganism occult highest level tartar sorcery in the charismatic church right next to the person who's got a heart after Jesus, the angel of the Lord, and serving him in spirit and truth. You have the true and the false grew up side by side in every Christian church on the planet. And oftentimes, it's your spouse. Oftentimes, it's your son and daughter. That's why Jesus said this would happen. They'd be separated. Your, your enemies would be the members of your own household. I've come to bring a sword to divide the seed of Satan from the seed of Christ. And the seed of Satan only grows by eating the scraps off the table of Christ. That's why I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Your enemies want your food. <laughs> you understand that yet? Because you're actually real disciples of the angel of the Lord, the spirit of Jesus, your enemies have surrounded this company of, of champions and sons of God more than any other people in the world because they have the biggest scraps and the scraps is what get your enemies strong. Oh, wow. That's why we got a hundred sharks that swarm around RLM, feasting on whom they may devour. Multiple Jezebels preying on the young men 
Oh, you have no idea behind the scenes how horrible the kingdom of hell kills, steals, destroys, lies, manipulates, and hurts God's people and preys on the immature. But we're going to get you so mature that Satan can't kill you anymore, destroy you, or steal from you anymore, or deceive you anymore with witchcraft, which is lies. Father of lies, right? Father of truth. It's the truth that makes your legs pillars of fire. And if you don't have pillars of fire, there's no doubt about it, you still believe lies. Everyone who believes the full truth of who they are and who he is has pillars of fire for legs, meaning that the enemy can't bite their, their feet. Remember the serpent in the gardens right at the feet of Eve? When she believed, it went right up her legs, wrapped her legs. You know, it's a covenant with Satan. So you're either going to have serpent-wrapped legs, which is everywhere, or fire legs. And so the new thing now is coming forth with legs of fire, where there's zero demonic influence in your soul. That's actually the rarest thing you've ever seen in your whole life. Almost nobody in Christianity has that yet. It's going to become normal. And people that have the real fire legs, the pillars of fire, the pillars of the temple of the new covenant, your body with no demonic influence, with every serpent in hell underfoot and burnt away in a 500 mile radius, everywhere your feet walk, fire is released because you don't believe a lie. It's as simple as not being deceived in any area of your life and having revelation in every single room of your soul. And then your legs automatically be fired because that's burying the image of God the Father who created you and you're just being restored to God by the Spirit of Truth. Led you in all truth means you're going to look just like Him. Not just spiritually, physically. That fire in your spirit gets transferred right into your bones and you don't worry about COVID-19 because you've already faced the cold and the flu and scabies and all kinds of other contagious diseases that couldn't touch you or harm you in any way. You do that so that you get experience and you gain wisdom and confidence in God the Father's ability working through your hearts. It's true. Make it personal because you're fighting demons face to face. Don't hide a single thing. Get in the enemy's face. Don't let people harbor demons in their heart. Don't let people just have spirits right behind their skin. Confront that stuff. Psalms 82, because you who have the real seven blazing torches in your womb burning, don't confront the persons of the wicked. That's why the foundations of the earth are out of order. You need to be more aggressive than Satan. Who cares who's offended? Are you a mighty warrior or a shrimp? If it's a spouse, if it's a child, if it's a family member, whoever it is, take the confidence of the angel of Jesus and burn them up. And if they don't want to repent, have nothing to do with them. They've chose to serve the devil. Paul actually says that multiple times. You are not yoked to the realm of the dead. The law has not yoked you to someone who serves demons constantly and has never repented. 
you are free indeed. God is of the living, not the dead. Remember, Jesus said, I will split your marriages. Two be sleeping in bed, one will taken, one remain. Two grinding at the mill, I will split your businesses. One decides to serve demons in the selfish nature, putting their shoulder to Saturn in their belly, and said their shoulder to the Ark of the New Covenant and the very throne of the angel of the Lord in their belly, you can guarantee God will destroy that person because they have chosen to be the enemies of Christ. You confront them, and if they're still playing games, just tie a millstone around their neck, throw them into the sea, let God judge them. Amen. Sometimes you just got to cast them out. Psalms 82, very important stuff. These are the types of people that come in and are reefs in your love feasts. They'll destroy your lives. And false love says, oh, tolerate the persons of the wicked. Be nice to your enemies. No, that's not how you do it. That's not love. Love is the truth. Love is fire. Love is fire. Love is a fire stronger than death. Paul talks all the time about handling evil people that pretend to be covenant people. False brethren is mentioned several times in the New Testament because he was dealing with all kinds of predators that came in sheep and wolves clothing. Wolves in sheep clothing. You need to destroy these people from your midst. They're devils with skin on. Just like we're angels with skin on, you are surrounded in every ministry because we're taught to be nice. You're surrounded with devils with skin on. And they've been manipulating you, stealing from you, sucking the bone marrow out of your bones because you're still nice to the persons of the wicked. Jesus said, tie a millstone around them and cast them in the depths of the sea. That's what true love does. Get a living water baptism because you're still acting as a vampire and a son and daughter of Satan and not Jesus Christ. That's the most loving thing you could do. Get your own oil. Psalms 82. God stands in the assembly of the representatives of God in the midst of the magistrates or judges. He gives judgment as among the gods. What are the gods? The human spirit, the angels, the hearts of the nations, gods. How long will you magistrates or judges judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Do justice to the weak, poor, and fatherless. Maintain the rights of the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rescue them out of the hand of the wicked. The magistrates and judges know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in the darkness of complacent satisfaction. All the foundations of the earth... Listen, when the magistrates and judges know not, neither will they understand, and they walk in the darkness of complacent satisfaction, they're not attacking... Satan was skin on in the church. They're not pastoring well. They're allowing wolves, bears, lions into the sheepfold. Terrible leadership to be nice to demons with skin on. Get in these people's faces. Test the spirits. Test the angels that are under their skin. All the foundations of the earth, the fundamental principles upon which rests the administration of justice are shaking. I said, you are gods since you judge on my behalf. What are you judging? What's in them? Jesus knew what was in 
everyone's hearts. He was judging their hearts. What does that mean? Seeing accurately what they were in the eternal realm, in the spirit. What was the inside the container of their body? What was in the contents of the jar of clay? Oh, everyone says they're a Christian. Look at them. Everyone says they were a Jew in Jesus' day and they all murdered him. Everyone says they're a Christian in our day. You had a hundred million people claiming to be born again in the USA right now. hundred million. You have people everywhere talking about Jesus. It's on Fox News every single day. Can you see the contents? And I'm, I'm saying there are awesome Christians everywhere, but there are also many, many devils in your midst. And you need to mature to a place of being leaders, good shepherds, to protect the infants in Christ from these devils with skin on that are in every single system. And when good leaders step up in cities and nations, the whole earth goes into Jubilee. This is what we're fighting for. This is why I teach the truth every single day at Joel's Bar for 12 years. So you'd have an actual spiritual maturity in the angel nature of Jesus Christ that could discern the fallen angels working in your midst and, dis and destroy them from society. That's what we're called to do in Christianity from the beginning, and we've never done it. Now we will. We will mature to the place in full spiritual stature in the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus, which is having our spirit with a halo wrapped around it and our bodies fully submitted to God the Father who is spirit through our wombs, through our spiritual stomachs, our connections to the spirit realm. It's right in your womb. And our flesh shall be completely controlled by God instead of the world. And our spirit will be stronger than the spirit of Satan. And our angels will be stronger than the angels of Babylon. And the angels of Zion will be greater than the angels of Egypt. And you will have an earth where righteousness dwells. Because true spiritual anointed leaders called the sons and daughters of the living God have stood up on the inside of their bodies in full spiritual stature to wear the crowns of life for those who conquer. What are you conquering? What are you not conquering? Every freaking thing down here is a lie. Everything of the outer realm that you face continuously from the moment you wake up in the morning is a lie. You are confronting and conquering every last molecule, atom, and element in the natural dimension as a spirit 24-7 until they're all conquered and melt with fervent heat of you manifesting as Revelation 10-1 angels, which is full spiritual stature, which is the true manifesting sons of God that creation longs for. And that's what heals the world. And that's what restores all things. That's what brings world peace. That's what redeems the times. In Jesus' name. Support the manifesting sons of God in a major way. RedLetterMin.com. We'll see you tomorrow.